1: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR, no one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? Welcome to Brainstuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brainstuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and our former host, Christian Sager, has another classic episode for you today. The topic is one that plagues me every time I'm on deadline or wanting to finish one more chapter. Why do we sleep anyway?
1: Hey, I'm Christian Sager, and this is Brainstuff. Here's a quote for you from American light bulb man Thomas Edison. He said, Sleep is a criminal waste of time, inherited from our cave days. Well, like Edison, we here at BrainStuff hate sleep. That's why we wanted to do this episode, to figure out why we have to do it. Normal people spend 36% of their lives asleep, and most are either like us and wish that they didn't have to sleep so they could get more done, or or they just want to get a restful, uninterrupted night without waking up. Studies actually show that 60% of adults claim to have problems sleeping at least a few nights a week. And here's the thing, everyone's got to sleep, yet we still don't know exactly why. But we're going to try to do our best to crack that case today. That's right, let's review some theories for why we sleep, what happens when we sleep, and what happens when we don't. Even though we don't 100% know why we sleep, there's all kinds of educated speculation. The most prevalent is that sleep gives our brain a chance to organize and process information, possibly through dreams. Basically, our brain takes all the sensory stimuli we received while we're awake and decides what to keep and where to file it. Everything else gets trashed. It's even possible that our ability to learn tasks actually benefits from, quote, sleeping on it, as a process is better understood after our brain reviews and catalogs it. While most agree with this memory consolidation theory, it's tough to pin down since we all sleep so differently. And here's another theory. Sleep gives our bodies time to rest and repair. Or how about sleep lowers our energy consumption so we conserve the meals we eat. Other theories delve into the biochemical mechanism of the brain. In 2013, a series of experiments on mice showed that cerebral spinal fluid was pumped around their brains while they slept, expelling waste, like molecular detritus and toxic proteins, into their livers for breaking down. So do we sleep just to flush the toilet on our cerebral commodes? Well... Other sleep researchers were skeptical of the study that I just mentioned, pointing out that there are some big differences between a mouse's brain and a human's. So while the answer to why we sleep isn't written in stone, we all know that when we sleep, both our mind and our body feel refreshed. We at least know what's happening when we sleep, right? Well... Most of us need between seven to nine hours of sleep a night. But that changes during different periods of life. For example, a newborn baby might sleep 20 hours a day, but by the time they're three months old, they recognize the circadian rhythm of sleeping at night and waking up in the morning. And when you're older, like senior citizen older, you can probably get by on only six or seven hours a night. Regardless of how long you're asleep, you must experience both REM and non-REM stages to sleep well. That's rapid eye movement, not the band REM from Athens, Georgia. A normal person spends 25% of their sleep in REM, with each session lasting between 5 and 30 minutes. And during this time, our brain speeds up. Our eyes and face might twitch in REM because we're dreaming. We need around 90 minutes to fulfill a complete cycle of REM and non-REM sleep. And researchers think this cycle ties sleep back to our ability to process tasks and memories. Recordings show that many of the same neurons that fire when we're learning are reactivated during REM, consolidating the patterns into permanently wired connections. But don't sleep too much. More than eight hours can lead to depression or even Parkinson's and heart disease. Of course, if we don't sleep, that's a whole other mess of problems. Rats will actually drop dead if they go more than three weeks without sleep. Us humans, we get lethargic, cranky, and foggy-headed at first, almost like we're intoxicated. We might even nod off into micro-sleep for a few seconds. And this is what happens after one or two nights without sleep. By day three, we start hallucinating and lose the ability to recognize reality. That's if you're really pushing the boundaries of sleep. Simply failing to get enough sleep is connected to obesity, high blood pressure, a weakened immune system, heart disease, cancer, and diabetes, and it's no big revelation that lots of us don't get enough sleep. We might try to get by on caffeine or nicotine, and alcohol is a good sedative, but it doesn't actually provide the sleep we need for neural processing. So in the words of the immortal poet Chris Ludacris Bridges, if you're tired, be quiet and go to sleep.
0: was written by Ben Bolin and produced by Tyler Klang. To hear more from Ben, tune into his podcast, Ridiculous History, which is what it says on the tin, but in a really fun way. And of course, for more on this and lots of other answers to annoyingly persistent questions, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com.
1: From BBC Radio 4.